Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Truth About Trucking, live, hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special Super Bowl Sunday broadcast of Truth About Trucking Live, Sunday, February 1st, 2009. And don't worry, you're still going to be able to catch the game between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Arizona Cardinals. So I'm Alan Smith, and I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us. And for doing so, we are going to give you the opportunity to receive our Truth About Trucking three-book special download for free just for tuning in to Truth About Trucking Live on a Super Bowl Sunday. Now, this, this is our download that comes with all three of our e-books, The Truth About Trucking, so you've got your CDL Now What, and, of course, The Best Truck Driving Jobs, a State-by-State Guide. Plus, it also contains seven important bonus reports, all provided to you through email as a download. <clears throat> now, the way it's going to work is the first five people who answers our little football trivia question will receive the three-book special download for free, but you can also receive a special bonus just for participating. Uh, Any emails that we receive after the first five will receive a special link for the three-book special, which will have a uh, over a 70% discount, so you can get all three e-books plus the seven reports for only 10 bucks. So uh, even if your answer is wrong, doesn't matter. Just for participating, Donna will send you a uh, over a 70% discounted link for our three-book special, just 10 10 bucks. And all you have to do to receive the three-book special download for free or at the 70% discounted price is to answer this question. Knowing the fact that Donna, the other half of truthabouttrucking.com here, was born in the late 50s in the New York City area, who is her favorite all-time quarterback? And you can send an email with your answer to info at truthabouttrucking.com. That's info at truthabouttrucking.com. And tell us who you think Donna's favorite all-time quarterback is. And the first five emails received will receive all three e-books with the seven bonus reports for free. And any emails after those will receive a special link for all three books plus seven reports at over a 70% discount. It'll only be 10 bucks. And the link will be good for two downloads, so if you mess up the first time, you'll have a second chance. So... Don't make it as hard as you, it may sound. Born in the late 50s, New York City, who is her favorite all-time quarterback? Email us the answer, and remember, just for participating, you're going to win one way or the other. And time is up when the Super Bowl is over. So once the game ends, the three-book special game offer ends also. Okay? So there it is. So Okay, our show, Truck Driving Stress. A special co-host with me today, 33-year trucking veteran, Barry Studsky, is with me. And, uh, hey, Barry, how, how's your day going today? Hey, Alan. Alan, hey, I want to know if uh, if I can guess the quarterback. Do I get that book deal or what? <laughs> well, we'll have to eliminate uh, friends and family from the contest, oh, I guess. <laughs> hey, we're still friends, but we're not so sure 60 minutes from now if we're still going to be friends. Remember, <laughs> you know, I, I really appreciate you uh, have, having me on here today. This is just too cool. I'm, I think I know who the quarterback is, but I better not open my mouth, you know. Yeah, you can tell me after the show. We'll we'll see if you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I, it's, it's pretty limited. They're born in the late 50s at, uh, or sometime in the 50s there, I think. Uh, probably someone around my age, you know. Yeah, so I was just saying, don't make it harder harder than it is. Born in the late fifties, New York City. So, ah. and then you know, then again, you know, it's uh, even if they get it wrong, they're still going to have a chance to do it. So, but 
Well, speaking of New York City, we're doing a stress show. You ever drive around New York City? Oh, unfortunately, yeah, many times. Oh, man. So, so yeah, truck driving stress. Um, I really didn't know truck drivers had stress. But, <laughs> you know, actually, I can give a little info, too, on that. A, a recent poll showed that uh, truck driving is the number one most dangerous job in America. I don't know if I really go along with that, but that's what the poll said. And there's there's this thing called the Global Stress Index, which calculates the percentile of stress placed on different vocations. And truck drivers came in at the 91st percentile for stress. So, so what do you think about that little trivia? I, I I agree with them. You know, some of the you know I was prepping for the show and some of the research that I was doing, the the numbers were just. Uh, I, I was getting depressed. I was getting stressed out doing the uh, writing the thing up for the stress show. It was just amazing to me. The, the, you know what goes through with truck drivers, and uh, you know, well, I came, I, I came prepared. I came stressed out myself to do the show for you because <laughs> well, you, well, you said, and then uh, you know, I decided not to disappoint you. <laughs> and, uh, and I really have been the last couple of weeks, or the last couple of months, you know, with uh, this economic mess and, and uh, the possibility of losing my job, and you know, I think a whole, in addition to all the normal factors that are involved with truck driving that, you know, there's a whole lot more put into it now, you know. And well, there's a lot of them out there. I mean, over 100,000 drivers at last count. I mean, experienced drivers, too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that when uh, it, it's scary. I run nights, you know. I'm up and down I-75 all night, and, and uh, usually it's me and all the, uh, uh, you know, guys pulling doubles and, uh, what do you call them, line drivers. Yeah, especially especially in the month before Christmas, usually the whole interstate's just covered with those guys. And and this Christmas, man, I had the highway to myself, you know. So what, whatever the economic forecast might be that they're putting out there, you know, I mean, I'm, I know what I see with my eyes, you know. You know, I'm glad you said that because I haven't mentioned that to anybody around here or anything. But I was wondering if if I was just uh, my eyes were deceiving me because uh, I mean I'll usually hit Tampa down there around five o'clock you know, rush hour traffic, and, I mean, sometimes it's, uh, I'm just sitting there wondering, well, where is everybody, you know, it, so you've seen that change, too, then. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the UPS guys were out there for Christmas, but all the you know, yellow freight and southeastern and all the guys I usually see, and, and yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll be running six in a row, and I got a little faster truck, I'd be passing them all, and, and I'm out there at one o'clock in the morning, and it's just, just uh, me and the raccoons, you know, so... Yeah, that's funny you said that, because it's just the weirdest feeling, you know, because especially I-75 here in Florida, that's, I mean, that's a rough, rough uh, interstate anyway, but when you get into a city like Tampa, and you just breeze in and breeze out at what's supposed to be rush hour traffic, I mean, that tells you, you know, something's going on. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing, we're switching over to an economic show here, huh? Yeah. But, but, but you know what, it was kind of adding to the stress, and I know it's not just truck drivers, but... You know, when I see a thing like that, it, it does put a knot in my stomach and and uh, add to the add to the uh, blood pressure a little bit, you know. But uh, well, well, here's the thing, Alan. I only know two ways to make a living. Um, one is driving a truck, and the other one is co-hosting talk radio shows. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, unfortunately, Alan, I'm not very good at either one of them, so I am a little insecure. Okay. Well, I don't know. Seems like you're doing all right. <laughs> 33 years in driving, I, I bet you have that down, well, too. Well, I, well I, you know, I, I, I think I can do a decent job, you know. Um, but but I just want to put this out there, Alan. If you decide to fire me today, there goes half of my potential future. <laughs> no. so, so do me a favor. At least wait till the show's off the air so I don't have to suffer the public humiliation. You know, all my friends are out there listening right now, you know. Oh, no, I'm sure that won't happen. Uh, okay. The, the other concern, the other thing that's stressing me out is if my employer happens to listen to this show, he might fire me, you know. So... That that that'd be my whole future gone in one afternoon, you know. <laughs> but you know, as far as driving a truck, I, actually, Alan, I am pretty good at it. Uh, well, you've done a lot of city driving too, I know. Most of my life, you know. This is kind of, I, I got kind of an interesting job now. I'm kind of, I'm I'm a city driver that spends most of his time on the interstate, and I I, I absolutely love it because I'm home every day, and uh, you know, I just like being out there and not having to deal with. Uh, with red lights and, and stuff like that, you know. But uh, the, the truck driver part's all right. It's the trailer that's causing all the problems, Alan. Oh. <laughs> Why is that? Why? I go right, it goes left. I go left, it goes right. You know, who, 
Whose idea was that trailer thing anyway? No. <laughs> you have to, you have to think backwards. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You just give me the front part. I'll tell you what. I could keep up with the big dogs. You know, <laughs> don't need forty acres of turning around or anything. But uh, the reason I get it, I was, I was kind of thinking about you know where where does the truck driving stress start? And 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 really, if I go back in my life, would it be the first time I turned a key? You know, but <laughs> the real uh, moment that really sticks with me was uh, can, can I. You, you know, tell you a little bit of my, about my history. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of on topic. Uh, there was no CDL. There was no nothing when I started driving truck in 1974. If you wanted to be a truck driver, what you had to do was convince somebody to let you drive a truck. Right. And, and if you could roll down the road without squashing anybody, you you were you were a driver, you know. <laughs> so so I did manage to convince somebody to let me drive their truck, and they taught me. So I was doing that for a couple of years. And I was working for a company that had straight trucks and tractor trailers. And I was driving a straight truck. So one day I came in, my straight truck was broke down, and they tossed me the key to a tractor trailer said, here, drive this. And uh, that's how I started my tractor trailer career, you know. Yeah, I think I think a lot of us did that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I was just, uh, I, I was hearing the theme from Rocky, you know, as I was walking. I mean, this is, you, you know, it's like 22 years old or whatever at that time, you know. And I, and I was in heaven, you know, and I jumped in this rig and man i'm going down the road and i'm i'm, I'm i didn't even have a cb and i'm making believe i'm talking to Smokey and a band-aid you know <laughs> just 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 excited adrenaline rush and i, I just man everything was so anyway i get to where i'm going and the guy and the guy at the loading dock he said back it in over there oh <laughs> yeah yeah and I, and i looked at him and i thought are you talking to somebody else or what you know so <laughs> Yeah, you know, of course I had to act like I knew what I was doing. So I just strutted across the park lot. I jumped in, and I put it in reverse, and <clears throat> tried to get this thing in this hole. And uh, you know, one mirror I'm seeing the trailer, and the other mirror I'm seeing the Walmart two blocks up the road. You know, <laughs> yeah. And I pulled up and backed up, and I pulled up and I backed up and I pulled up, and I'm stressed. I, I mean, it's January, Alan, and I'm sweating. I'm sweating bullets, you know. <laughs> but this was a. So anyway, I, it is a true story. I mean, it's absolutely, it's absolutely. Uh, this was my CDL training, and uh, I get done. I get this thing back in, and I'm just thank God nobody was watching. You know, when well, I look <laughs> up on the hill, there's two drivers standing there clapping. <laughs> They're clapping, so I don't know what to do. I want, I don't know whether I hide under the seat or what to do. You know, so I get out of the truck and I bowed at them. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they started clapping some more, you know. But you know, I was just just kind of over the last couple of days thinking back to stress. But man, if there was a moment in my life that was stressful, and I and I know you got a lot of new drivers out there that are listening to the show, and there's probably one of them sitting at a at a food warehouse right now, and he's 14th in line, and he knows <laughs> and he knows there's going to be 22 people watching him when he tries to back that 53 foot truck up into that 28 foot hole, you know. Right. And uh, I just thought I'd put that out there, maybe calm him down a little. Just something everybody goes through, and it's uh, stress is part of the deal, you know. Oh, we all did. In fact, I kind of got the same way starting because I'd been driving straight trucks for years. So, but I was an operations manager for a moving company in Kansas, mm-hmm. and uh, our long haul driver driving those big semis was supposed to head out that morning, and he came down sick. And, oh my goodness! And he was really sick. I mean, he even came in, and boy, I said, "Boy, get away from me!" He was looking bad well my boss looked at me and said well you can drive a semi right and i wasn't going to say no uh-huh and so i said i can drive anything <laughs> and boy so he threw me the keys and he and i and about 20 minutes later i was heading to my not north dakota for the very first time ever driving a semi <laughs> and the funny thing is when i crawled into the truck thankfully nobody was around I didn't even know how to start the thing. It was one of those old cab overs. I had the push button. And I was in there looking for the key, and uh, but so we we kind of learned the same way, boy. About the my first thousand miles, man, I was scared to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Let me add that to my first tractor trailer experience. It, it had a duplex in it, Alan. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I jump in the cab, and there's two gear shifters. You know. Oh man. <laughs> Well, there's nothing brain, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to drive a duplex, but when you jump into it, you can't. And I said, what the heck, you know? So I put them both in some gear and got it to move and figured it out from there, you know. But oh. I'll tell you, I, I think sometimes, you know, uh, 
it's, it's a lot better now where people get some professional training. But we did okay, Alan. I rode with you actually at one point, so I think you were pretty good at what you do. Well, uh, 30, 30 years, you know, kind of helps. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not real fast learners, you know. The first, <laughs> after twenty five years or so, I started. I, I remembered where the starter button was and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> well, I got to uh, I got to my first truck stop, uh, you know, five six hundred miles up the road, and. Uh, <clears throat> I wasn't even thinking. Uh, let's see, how did that work? Boy, that's so long ago now. Um, I turned it off. I turned the truck off, went in to eat, and then I came back in and got in the truck. And for some reason, it wouldn't start. And I'm I'm pushing the button, and uh, I don't remember what the deal was now. And I finally just swallowed my pride, and I saw this uh, older guy over there. Um, uh, you know, a driver, and I said, "Well, he's got to be driving for quite a while." So I just swallowed my pride and went over there and said, "You know, look, I, I'll be honest with you. This is my first time to drive these things, and and I turned this truck off, and I can't get it to start again." And he hopped up in there, and uh, there was some other kind of switch underneath the column that I remember, and I, I don't remember the whole story now. This is going back too long ago, but he it took him about six seconds. He did something, and then he pushed the button, and it started. And um, and I don't think I shut that thing off until I got back to uh, Kansas. I just let it run 24 hours a day. <laughs> Better safe than sorry, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we all started that way, and your backing is, is exactly right, because I think that's the biggest thing, uh, obviously the biggest thing that the newcomers have. The backing is so tough, and I always just tell them don't pay attention to those other drivers or what they're saying or snickering, because they were all there at one time, just like we all were. That's the reason I brought it up, you know. I mean, if I had a goal for today, it would be to just, if there's just one person out there that might hear something that just calms their nerves a little and, you know, makes them know, hey, everything's going to be all right, you're going to look like a pro in no time, you know. And it still happens, you know, because, I mean, uh, a couple years ago when I was still running over the road, I would go to a, a, a warehouse that I had been to a thousand times and back into the dock the very first shot, and then a week later I'm back at the same place, and it takes me 45 minutes to back into the same dock. So it ha- it, it happens to everybody. <laughs> yeah, but why doesn't it ever happen when there's nobody around? Oh, there's always a big crowd. <laughs> when, when there's nobody there, I look like uh, like a like a truck driving ace, you know. But you you let you, you let me make a little mistake or something. And, uh, but but you you know what the important thing is for them new guys is just put on a brace and get out of the truck. I mean, if we, and the heck with what everybody's looking to make sure you're not going to run into anything because your stress going to get a lot worse if you do. You know. Yeah, and that's just that's that's one big big problem with stress out there too worrying about what the experienced drivers are doing and i just tell them you know just you know don't just don't pay any attention it doesn't matter yeah yeah that it's it's not easy you know well the idea for the show you know as far as stress um i'm i'm gonna say about five six years ago i was sitting in a truck stop and i read a it was a publication put out by the trucking industry you know and they commented that, believe it or not, that the life expectancy for a truck driver is 10 to 15 years less than than the general population. And uh, oh yeah, I believe it. I, I I found that shocking. I didn't know, you know. And uh, I I think at the time, if if the numbers are sticking in my head, you know, the average average age for a male was 73, and average age male truck driver was 62. You know. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, that's devastating. I'm, you know, I, I, I knew that there was there was risk involved in the job itself, as far as you know, you know, uh, sliding off a mountain or whatever. But it never occurred to me what the other factors were, because they're not just talking about traffic incidents. You know, they're talking about health issues. You know, right? And uh, they they said that uh, you know truck drivers had a disproportionate risk for for all kinds of serious illnesses. And I wasn't aware of any of that, but what they blamed was bad food, lack of you know, lack of exercise, smoking, sleeping irregular hours, but not once did they mention stress. Mm-hmm. And at the time, the reason I was sitting in the driver's room of this truck stop is I was waiting on a truck to drive. Uh, it was a slip-seating operation, you know, and I'd been sitting there an hour and a half, and I was stressed, you know. 
this this has been going on for 12 months, you know, every week, never knowing what time am I going to work, what time am I getting done, what time am I eating, what time am I sleeping, am I going to have a day off, what am I going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I know there's a lot of guys out there that run the road, and maybe that's their life, but, but I was so angry and just, anyway, just having to deal with it, you know, you got to make a living, and, and, and anyway, I couldn't believe that they had written this big, multiple page article and not mention stress is a factor, you know, just blaming it all on the Flying J Buffet, you know. Right. And and that's part of it. Well, two months later, I end up uh, with a blood clot in my lung laid up in a hospital bed. Oh, wow. So for three days, I'm laying in this hospital bed with heparin dripping in my arm. And, and, and if nothing else, gave me a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to sound crazy, but I'm probably the only guy that ever ended up in a hospital and enjoyed it, you know. <laughs> yeah. They had... Alan, Alan, they had a television hanging on a pole in front of my head, you, you, you know, pick my own stations, a, a girl bringing in food three times a day. I thought, you know, this ain't so bad after all, you know, it's easier. To, anyway, I, I, not, not that I liked it, but I, I couldn't do anything because I had a hose in my arm. <laughs> but, it, but it did give me time to think, and, and I thought, you know, stress did this to me. Yeah. You know, not, and, and, uh. Well, well, there's a lot to that stress. I mean, psychological factors, having to deal with the traffic all the time, having to deal with having to pick up and deliver on time, and and all that stuff that you know that that we have to go through. And I'm I'm surprised that they didn't even mention stress because that's that's the number one thing. Yeah, well, I mentioned it to the doctor, you know, when I was in there, and uh, you know, uh, he said, you know, what kind of hours you're pulling. I was explaining the circumstances, and 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 a lot of it was what in my head, you know, I mean, I can't prove, and neither could the doctor prove that a blood clot could be caused by stress and anger, <laughs> but 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 he kind of went along with me, he said, you know, he said, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to die, you know, he, he said, you need to change something in your life, so a couple, you know, a couple months later, I got back on my feet, and I found a job where I got a schedule, and I got what I need, you know, right, and some, some people can cope better with with things like that than others. Now, how long ago was that? Uh, oh, with the blood clot, I'm going to say that it was uh, December of, uh, you, well, it was five years in December. Oh, last December? Yeah, it was before okay. I came, it was probably six months before I came with the company I'm with now, you know, which is one of those things, you know, they got very concerned that, uh, if, uh, if the clot, if they break apart, if they can go in your brain and cause an aneurysm, you're dead. So right. It's real serious, I mean, you know. Well, so you had... You had at least 25 years or so driving under your belt then, so you had 25 years of stress building up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, you know. But this just the, the circumstances, you know. I had moved uh, and, and bought a house, and you, you know what I mean. And, and uh, I had this company I really enjoyed working for, and you know. But things didn't work out. I mean, sometimes. And one thing I'll say for truck drivers, when it comes to switching jobs, we're good at that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I bet you. I, I bet you there's there's guys I know that have been driving for every every company in North America. You know. Oh yeah, close to you, it. You've been with half of them, right? I've been with a bunch. <laughs> but uh, so, so I did. I did what I had to do, and 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 like I say, you know, sometimes you, you just need to find less stressful circumstances, and I did. But uh, one of the things I did was I went took the time to look up the definition of stress. Have you ever actually heard it? Uh, no, uh, not really. Yeah, uh, well, here it is. It's stress is a biological term which refers to the consequences of the failure of a human body, uh, excuse me, a human or animal body to respond appropriately to emotional or physical threats to the organism, whether actual or imagined. So, uh-huh. so, so, so I read that and I said, you know, what they're saying here is, is, is stress is a mistake in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a failure to respond appropriately, whether actual or imagined. You know. Okay. So, 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 uh, it, 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 a lot would have to do with how a person thinks about what's going on. That's really not always what's going on. You know. Right. So, kind of uh, focused in on that, and I thought, geez, you know, maybe if I could. Uh, you know, not view the traffic jam the way that I, uh, as, as a bad thing. Right. You know, and just say, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm going to sit here for a while. Good thing I brought a book along, you know. Yeah. Well, a good example of that, too, is some of this road rage we see. You, you, you think somebody's cutting you off when really they're, when really they're not or, you know, something along those lines. 
then how you react to that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, everybody's got their stories. We, I down me, you probably, <laughs> we could probably talk for twelve hours just with just the, the stories of on the road things that happen. You know. Oh yeah. But you know, in one particular instance, uh, not too long ago, a guy just pulled in front of me and just slammed on the brakes. That I, I don't know why. Um, I think he wanted me to hit him. I, I mean, what was going through my mind is, hey, this is some kind of this guy's like hooked up with a lawyer, and they're they're, they're trying to you know get me to hit him. I mean, why else would you do a thing like that? You yeah, know, some of that stuff goes on. They do that a lot out here on I seventy five. Yeah, well, I heard it's funny because another driver who works for the same company I'm with about two weeks later told me of the same incident about five, ten miles down the line. Yeah, well, I've, thought, had, I've had them do it to me. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's kind of, I can see doing that if we're doing about 15, 20 miles an hour, but when they do that when you're doing 70 miles an hour, it's kind of <laughs> crazy, but they do it. <laughs> he did it, you know, and uh you know, anyway, I responded appropriately. I stood on the brake, and I didn't hit him. He ducked up a ramp. He didn't want me to be able to get his tag number, evidently, you know, and I thought to myself, thank you, God, I didn't hit him. Thank you, God, I didn't hit him. That's just how I did. And instead of getting stressed out about it, I just decided to be grateful. <laughs> yeah. and, and the rest of my day went fine, so I kind of, you know, that's one way of uh, of dealing with stress out there is if something like that happens and 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 you don't put a put a thing in the fender, then you know turn, that's turning into something positive, you know. Yeah, well, there's a and along the lines of stress, I mean, there's a lot of people hurting right now, and we've got a first. Uh, first, I'd like to welcome all our guests in our chat room here. We have one guest, Lauren, and uh, she's asked a question. Barry, we'll see if you can answer what. She wants to know, what is your suggestion to a person faced with the layoff blues and wanting to look into trucking? And she's a person who has to restructure her entire life and want the ability to provide for her family. Do you suggest going out and purchasing a brand-new truck and start this endeavor as a brand-new business or start with a company and get beaten up? (laughs) And and really the thrust there to that question is this, this the economy that, um, you know, a year ago, it, the jobs were so plentiful, but now, the, especially these newcomers like Lauren, if she is a newcomer trying to get into trucking, uh, there's so there's there's thousands and thousands of experienced drivers out there now. So, what's your suggestion for that? Well, I, I can tell you straight, straight up. You know, I owned a truck for five years, and you know, and the economic situation was real good back then. At when initially when I bought it, it, it went downhill towards the end. But owning a truck as opposed to driving for a company is just a dramatically more stressful event in and of itself, you know. Mm-hmm. And and with the economic situation right now, I, w- I personally would not buy a truck for, you know, for all the rice in China. I just wouldn't do it, you know. And I, at least with a company job, if, if well, well, for one thing, there's a book out there, Best Truck Driving, Best CDL Jobs. Do you know the name of it? Yeah, that was one of our books. Oh, you want to hear it? <laughs> oh my goodness! Am I going to get accused of putting a plug in for you, Alan? No. In fact, that reminds me of uh, the guests that are just coming in. Y'all might not have heard, um, so I want to repeat here real quick uh, for listeners today for the Super Bowl Sunday. You can receive uh, our download for all three of our eBooks for free, and uh, we've got a bunch of listeners in there now. You might not have heard how you can do that, but. Um, all you have to do is answer a little trivia question pertaining to Donna. And that question, again, is knowing the fact that Donna, the other half of truthabouttrucking.com here, was was born in the late 50s in New York City, uh, who is her favorite all-time quarterback? And what we're doing is the first five emails that we receive, you'll, we'll send you our three-book special download for free, but even if you just participate, even if you just send an email, after if you're one of the ones that are after the first five, even if you just participate in the question trivia, uh, we'll send Donna will send you a special link where you can get all three uh, e-books and the seven bonus reports for just ten bucks. And uh, uh, so anyway, for you that have just just uh, coming in, and Lauren says so. I must have just won it. So okay, well we'll see. Donna's handling that. So and. <laughs> But even if you say Bugs Bunny, I mean, just participating, uh, we sell this thing here. It's a very popular, very popular thing. People love the uh, e-book, um, 
uh, the best truck driving job state by state guide, but it sells for forty seven ninety five. But you're going to get it for ten bucks just for participating. So all you guests that are just coming into the chat, um, we want uh, we wanted you to know that. So and again, Lauren, I would go ahead and go with uh, Barry's suggestion too, because I was an owner operator for fourteen years, and the number one rule for starting your own business is to is to really start with something that you already know. If you're just getting into trucking. I would definitely just uh, go with a company, learn the ropes of trucking. Uh, I wouldn't even think about buying a truck and starting my own trucking business until I had at least five years in trucking myself, and that's just me. But uh, that's just a suggestion I would give you. And the way the economy is going now, I would just sit back and join one of these companies that specifically is in one of my books. Or A lot of times you have no choice. You have to go with these uh training companies that we all know of, Swift and Werner and CR England, they're the training companies. Sometimes you just have no choice. But once you get that first year of driving in, if that company isn't working out for you, after you've got that first one year of driving under your belt, you can pretty much go anywhere and get a job. And so uh, with, the, with the way the economy is right now, I personally wouldn't recommend getting a truck either. So, Barry, that's basically what you said, too. Yeah, I 100%, you know, having been an owner-operator and knowing, you know, if I had, uh, I, every, well, everybody wishes there was a rewind on life. I'm glad I did it. I wish that I'd gotten some, uh, the person I was taking advice from was kind of a failure at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was younger and dumber, and, you know, uh, if you do, first off, absolutely take a job with a company and get real good at driving the truck because it, it, have, being an owner-operator is two jobs. I mean, you know, you're, you're driving the truck. You're, you, you, you might be to, to a degree, you know, you're, you're looking for the loads. You're, oh, man. It's tough. Oh, my goodness. You know, I it got there towards the end there, and I was running so many hours, and, you know, and, and I got a day off, and I'd have the grease gone out, and I'd be uh, – you know, I changed the oil myself, and I did whatever I could myself, and I'd be waxing the truck and cleaning the truck. And it got to the point I started hearing noises, you know. Right. <laughs> what, what's that noise? Is that my transmission going, you know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, and uh, it's a funny thing to be saying on a stress show, you know, but uh, it, it, that's what was causing that. There was nothing wrong with the truck, you know. Uh, well, it goes right along with stress because, uh, I mean, there's – you probably double the stress when you're an owner-operator because when those wheels aren't rolling, you're not making any money, and uh, you get to know the sound of a truck. I mean, I, I could I could honestly tell when uh, a tire was low on that truck because I just knew the sound of it so well. Yeah. You know, and but, yeah, it stresses you out. You get paranoid. You think, well, what's that noise? What's, the, what's this clank, you know? And uh, the whole time, the whole time I'm home on my days off, all I see is that big truck sitting there, not making any money. So it's pretty rough yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it was kind of a, it was a mixed bag, you know. But at the very least, you know, I want to say what when I bought it from 1986, uh, eighty-six thousand dollars. I took a note on that, so that that could be stressful. I, mean, I know they cost more than that now, but you know. Well, for a new one, I mean, if I was just starting out. You know, there's no way I'd buy a new truck. I mean, you can you can pick up a good used Freightliner for you know fifteen grand. You know, and that that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. I've got, but I didn't know anything. You know, the guy I just, yeah. went, uh, you know, I had a big I had a big payment to make, and and I was driving down the road, and and you know, I'm glad I did it. It toughened my hide. I I mean, if if nothing else, being an owner operator. But as far as Warren, you know, just. Get, get your feet wet, and there's some excellent companies out there. And and you know, and I and if it sounds like I was plugging your book there, Alan, it's because I read it, and I sincerely wish that I had read it, that it had been available years ago, so that I didn't have to go through all I went through. You know? Yeah. Well, there are really good companies, but the thing is, everybody everybody just knows the same companies you hear over and over and over, and that's because they're the trainer companies, mm-hmm. and and many times that's what they're going. They have no choice. I mean, there, but there are some that will also train you too that are in the book, and uh, that's what we're trying to get out there. But uh, we'll go with a trainer company. And, and here's the thing, okay? That'd be my advice to a new person: uh, do an excellent job. Right. Do an excellent job. If do a little more than the company's asking for. And I don't mean to do anything illegal running over out, but just do a little bit more, and you'd be surprised how quickly you'll get to the top of the heap, you know? Yeah. Because, and I really, I mean, there are people with those exact companies you're talking about that are real happy, you know? Well, yeah, they're true because, you know, you hear, and that's what I tell everybody, 
I mean, the, the number one question I get all the time is, what about this company, what about that company? And the, what I try to get across is you're going to hear good things about a company and you're going to hear bad things about a company, every company. Uh, but it's just, it's just kind of hard to weed through all that, especially for these newcomers. But um, that's why I kind of came up with this list. But, but I would definitely um, uh, make sure trucking is for you before I would jump in and buy something. So. Well, it, it's for me. <laughs> well, yeah, 33 years, I guess it is. Hey, you know, it's funny because, you know, there's been times over the years, and, I, man, I could have done this, I could have done that, I could have went to college, and, you know. Uh, but but I'll tell you what, and, and especially for someone like Lauren, it's a really good way to make a living if, if you get to, uh, you know, to, to a point where um, you, you can make your time in the truck uh, ben- beneficial, you know. Right. And uh, as compared to being locked up in an office somewhere and 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 having to deal with the chit chat in a coffee room and uh, right, you, man, that would drive me nuts. Yeah, it would me too. So <laughs> you know, it occurred to me. So you know, I'm driving down the road a lot of times, you know, and it, and man, the hours and then, you know, we're talking about stress and man, you know, and and I think to myself, boy, am I grateful because I can just change the channel on my XM radio. I can plug it in mp3 you, you know what i mean i'm on my own yeah i got to get somewhere and yeah i got to deliver this load but, but, but boy i don't have a boss looking over me you know and uh yeah and you I, know and they, they don't always have to <clears throat> stick with over the road i mean that's that's where they're going to have to go to get their first year of experience but uh, after yeah. that then the local jobs and all kinds of different and better paying jobs open up so yeah, and that's the one thing they have to. You know, you've learned that. You know that. Oh, I never leave Florida. I yeah. I, I haven't crossed the Florida line, and I mean, you know, last time was on an airplane. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like that. I mean, yeah. Florida is my bag. You know, I mean, I can drive through blinding fog, blinding rain with the best of them. You know, <laughs> but but and uh, but, but when you talk about stress, ice and snow and oh man, mountains. You ever? Yeah, I guess you've been over the Rockies, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, many times. <laughs> yeah, you get on them switchback. I, I was on a road in West Virginia, you know, and it started to snow, and it covers uh, a town called uh, Webster Springs, West Virginia, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's all switchbacks. I don't remember the name of the road, but man, if you slid off this road, you're gonna die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're trying to pick a gear, and you, you put the, the Jake brake at about the three positions, you know what I mean? If you hit it on too high, and it, it it locks up your tandems, and you start to. And, and man, I'm coming down to this town going, oh, why am I out here? What, uh, <laughs> you know? Well, so how do you handle stress like that? I mean, what, I, I, what's I, some of your suggestions? I just breathe deeply, <laughs> 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 and and just you just know you're going to make it. You get little techniques for going down hills like that, and, and there's, uh, you know, what I came up with. Have, were you familiar? Uh, there, there's a, a thing called the American Institute of Stress. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, no, huh? It's something I came across. It was real, pretty cool, and they had 50 symptoms of stress. I wondered if I could read through a few of them. Yeah, go ahead. Because a lot of it surprised me, and, and in part, you know, because of what I was telling you, that blood clot story, and, and, and some of this is, I won't read all 50, but these are uh, common signs of stress. Uh, frequent headaches, uh, gritting, grinding teeth. <laughs> yeah, oh, some, you know, uh, this is funny because I'm sitting here with a headache and I just caught myself grinding my teeth. I, why am I, hey, <laughs> Alan, am I stressing you out, man? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, go ahead. What's yes, more? I, hey, look, I only had 60 minutes to calm you down, boy. Gritty, <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the... Some of them are funny. Man, and I, I hope everybody has to go. Don't get mad at me for making fun of something that ain't funny, but it is funny to me right now. But this one here is stuttering or stammering. You know, huh. so, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I'd, I'd say, "Hey, Alan, my name's Butt Button, Butt Button, Butt Butt Barry." You know, yeah. tremors, trembling lips. I mean, yeah, I've driven down there. I don't know about trembling lips if I ever got that, but the trembling hands, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten that. Okay, here's one, and some of these, Alan. You know, you think of different people. You know, now tell me if you can relate this one. And, and, and these are all verified by physicians as being uh, directly related to stress. Okay, so it's not just a list of, of, of stuff. You know, this is this is research stuff. Okay, uh, number five on the list is neck ache, back ache, and uh, muscle spasms. Okay, <laughs> I thought, geez, you know. Yeah, I believe that. And uh, 
So I'm wondering how many people are out there with pain in their back, and it's related to stress. But I never dreamed, never dreamed. A lightheadedness, faintness. Okay, no, this one here is pretty funny. A ringing, buzzing, or popping sound. Hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine? In all these years, I thought the turbocharger was getting ready to blow, and it was uh, the sound was uh, coming from my head. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this list has been helpful because some of it's really weird. You know, you're thinking, geez, am I mentally ill or what here? You know, you're, you're hearing buzzing, and I never heard any popping sounds, Alan. How about you? Uh, no popping sounds. You know, it's funny though. I'm just listening to you. I've had a, uh, I've had ringing though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm making fun about the ringing and the buzzing, but I mean, I've had that happen. But I would never admit it. You know, you know, maybe I need psychiatric help here or something wrong. That's, yeah, that's interesting. That's, let me get here. Uh, I've got. Uh, if you're wanting to call in, the uh, the call in number to our show is three four seven eight two six nine one seven zero. And uh, let me see here if this is a caller or just a listener. Uh, I'll call out your uh, area code. We have a caller from area code 720. If you're wanting to be on the show, go ahead. You're live on the air. Yeah, that's me, I think. Um, yeah. How are you doing recent, Not too bad, thank you. Um, I just last night actually purchased your book and um, just now found out about the radio show. But a um, couple of questions. I've been in the construction field for 25 years, and... Um, you know, construction here in Colorado is just dead all of a sudden, and so I was considering a, a career in truck driving, partly because I've never seen any part of this country and thought that might be all right, plus there is no jobs for over about 20000 a year that I can get without two to four years of schooling. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of got a little bit discouraged, actually, after reading your book last night um, and worried that, you know, if it was if it was all bad... Um, there wouldn't be any drivers out there, right? And if it was all bad, you wouldn't have done it for so long. Um, yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what, hap- guy- what happens is with these truck drivers is they'll get in there, and then then you get stuck with it, and uh, all the employers see you as just a truck driver. Now, I was able to finally eventually make it work, but there was years and years of struggle. Now, you, the truth about trucking is what you're talking about, I wanted to get that information out there to let you know that this is more than likely is what you're going to see and and go through, and then we came up with our other books that to uh, to give you that there there are good companies to work for, and but you have to pay your dues and it's going to be a struggle. For instance, being an owner operator, a lot of people don't know 95 percent of all new owner operators still today fail, so it's right. it's a tough vocation, but. If you find the right company, that's the key. You know, trucking really isn't that bad, obviously, because, you know, even Barry here, our co-host here, he's been doing it 33 years. So, right. uh, but, but anyway, go ahead. Well, can you, I mean, I've, I've been looking into a number of different companies, and with all of the information that's out there, it can be a bit deceiving. You hear some guys saying that uh, they're loving life and they're they're paying their bills and such, and then, you go to other blogs and you see all these guys that are looking for work, and I guess I'm I'm a little confused on what to believe. Um, I've resourced one company. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it on the air or not. Yeah, you um, can. It, it's uh, CR England. Okay. And they say that they've got four schools. One's in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's not that far away from me. And um, that they'll put you through school and then hire you at their own company. It's not like these mills that say we're going to place you with one of ten companies. Right. Um, do you CR know anything Eng- about that company? Uh-huh. Yeah, CR England is one of the starter companies, what we call starter companies. They're like Swift uh-huh. and, and Werner and uh, Trans Am and all those. There's like there's like a handful of uh, companies that we call starter companies that provide training, and then they, they want you to work for them for a year. Right. And, uh, is that a bad deal to get into? Uh, it, it, it depends. I mean, really... Uh, for somebody just starting out, you almost have no choice. Right. Uh, there are some other companies that have that that we have in the book, but for the most part, most people will start with one of these starter companies. What I always say about over-the-road trucking is you never know how it's going to work out. Nobody can tell you that uh, it's going to be great because you just, you just don't know. You never know. But 
many times starting with one of these starter companies is is the only choice that you have starting out. Right. So if you can just get that first year in, that first year of driving under your belt, uh, if the company isn't working out, uh, then you're able to go you know pretty much anywhere and get a job. The one problem that you're seeing now is that over a hundred thousand experienced drivers are out of work, and right. now that's what worries me. And they're they're on the market now for the really good companies. And there are huh? you'll hear good things and you'll hear bad things about every company. You'll hear good things about CR England. You'll hear bad things about CR England and all the others. And uh, that's why I always say you just never really know how OTR is going to work out. But if you have the opportunity for one of these starter companies that will take you on and you're having problems everywhere else, uh, you know, then, uh, you know, that's just a choice uh, you're going to have to take. And hopefully, you know, hopefully it will all work out. And, again, the key is just getting that first year in because, you know, everybody calls you know, yeah, people call me all the time and want to know, well, what about this company? And I'd love to say, yeah, go with that company. It's going to be great. But you really can't do that with any company because you just – nobody really knows how these companies are going to react. And uh, one guy might, you know, tell you they're a terrible company, and you might be hired, and uh, they treat you good, and you might just love it. So, if it's Well, I guess that's my concern is if there's so many drivers out of work, and these are experienced drivers – why does somebody like CR England want to help train me? I mean, they're number one, their class, their uh, schooling, if you pay for it up front, was under two thousand dollars, which seemed extremely low compared to all the other schools. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of scams out there, but why would they even be interested in a guy like me when there's all these experienced drivers out there? Well, that may be because of what the experienced drivers know. <laughs> and, you know, I hate to say that, and it, and it's not just targeting CR England, because uh, I know a lot of drivers who, who have been with CR England for, for years. So, uh, so you know, it, it's just hard to say. It, it You know, it, it's, they could have more freight some, from some of the other ones, or the more experienced drivers are, uh, are going local. And uh, the OTR drivers are a little bit less. I mean, there's just a number of factors. But you know, just to say that uh, this company or that, or that company is a terrible company, stay away from them. Nobody can really say that because uh, you just never know. You, you never know how it's going to work out. They may work out great for you. Right. Okay. Um, I'm 44 years old, and I've been in business for myself for the past seven years, and because it was construction and construction's in the dumper, um, this is something that I was looking at just because of, you know, maybe possibly getting some health benefits um, and loving to want to see the country. And is it, I guess I'm wondering, is that unrealistic view to have for somebody like me looking at trucking? Uh, un unrealistic view for what? Now tell me again real quick. I miss to uh, to be able to look at trucking as a way that I can maybe pay my bills and see the country and get some health benefits. Uh, yeah, you can. I mean, I've been in it 30 years. Barry's been in it 33. When and the whole key is just getting landing with that right company. But the first thing you're going to have to do is get that first year of driving in. And if, like I said, if the, if your company you're with isn't working out, then a lot more doors open up for you. But one good thing about trucking companies is that they offer great benefits at, at very very cheap price. So there are there are uh you know a lot of pluses with these uh trucking companies too. So um once you kind of pay your dues and uh if that company isn't working out for you, move on to a better one. Uh, yeah, I mean you can make a good living at it. I mean like you said yourself, I've been doing it for a long time. Barry's been doing it for a long time. So it's just uh just starting out is just, you know, kind of a lot of dues you have to pay. But, it, you know, it's possible. Well, you know, I, I was you, thinking, could, could I interrupt this? Yeah, go I, ahead. I was just thinking, you know, uh, that you, what you were saying about specific trucking companies. And I met a fellow, and not to plug CR England, but recently, and he was extremely happy working with me. He was a new guy, and they had him running California to the East Coast primarily. He was running a I-80 back and forth and 
for him. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, 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 and he he really liked it, and you know, and he was said he was very happy, and, and they had him in a, in a brand new piece of equipment, and it was all shiny, and and so. But I don't know. I, I mean, I I know one person is not really a good reference for an entire trucking company, but if I was starting out, I mean, heck, if you can get a job with them and and they're willing to train you at the at the least, you know. Uh, yeah, especially in today's economic times. I mean, you almost you're almost stuck with just grabbing what you can. And that's a good point he said, just like I was saying, because, I mean, you, you can get all across the Internet, and, I mean, 10 guys will say this company is great, and 12 will say it's terrible, so, right. so what are you to believe? So so I came up with, I wrote the um, best truck driving jobs, uh, because I know that these are really, really good companies, but most of them require, you know, one or two years of driving. So exactly. the tough part is, in the beginning, you're going to have to get that first year in with somebody. And uh, I, I don't I don't like it when I see just all this horrible talk about one particular company. I mean, you know, Swift has a, a rough name out there, but, I mean, I have a bunch of friends that drive for Swift that that's been there 15 16 years and they love it so you just never really know how it's going how it's going to turn out and if you get with a company and it's just is you know things just aren't going well go to your dispatcher and say hey you know i you know, i need more miles if the dispatcher won't get anything done go to his boss and then go to his boss and eventually somebody in that company will uh you know will do something and and get things right trucking's a tough career so you're, you're a lot of the fight's going to be on your part okay um, is is trucking something that you you basically would discourage somebody in my position from getting into, or encourage them into getting into? Would I discourage getting into trucking? Right. Uh, I wouldn't discourage it. it it's just uh, you have to understand that, uh, uh, especially OTR trucking, it, it's not a job. It's a, it's a lifestyle, and uh, sure. a lot of people jump into it not realizing uh, what kind of lifestyle it is, and and again, uh, how do you know it's a lifestyle for you if you don't ever try it? So, right. uh, but no, I mean, I mean, I'm I've been in it for a long time. I'm still in it, so uh, I don't run OTR anymore. But once you like, once I like I said, once you get that one year in, a whole bunch of more uh, doors open up for you, working local or and various things. So you can make a good living at it. The key is just finding that right company and kind of paying your dues in the beginning. Okay. Well, hey, I really appreciate the information and uh, love the show, you guys. Good luck. Well, thanks. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Um, well, we're down to seven minutes. Got a couple more callers. Let's let's try. Uh, uh, let's try. Uh, pull up area code four oh seven. You're you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Alan. This is Nathan. How you doing? Hey Nathan, good. How you doing? Hey Nathan, how you doing, Barry? Hey, my friend. Yes. Hey, I thought I would call in and before you uh, end the show and tell you guys a, a, a truck driver joke. Okay, real quick. We got seven minutes. Okay, there was this truck driver. He walks into a bar and he orders a drink, and and the bartender said, "Hey man, you want to hear a truck driver joke?" And and the truck driver said, "Tell you what, bartender, before you tell that joke, you see that big burly guy over there drinking whiskey?" And he goes, "Yeah." He said, he's a truck driver. And he said, you see that guy over there playing pool? And he goes, yeah. He said, he's a truck driver. I, too, am a truck driver now. Do you still want to tell that joke? And the bartender said, not if I got to explain it three times. Can you explain that again? <laughs> Y'all have a good day, okay? All right, Nathan. Thanks. Appreciate it. Take care, Nathan. And let's get one more caller in here. Got to get everybody in here. Uh Pull them up here, let them so he, we can hear them. Area code four one three. Go ahead, you're live on the air. Yeah, how you doing, Alan? This is James Madison. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Um, I think uh, the big misconception about what uh, a lot of these people that are getting in the trucking don't understand is that it's your um, it's your dispatcher too that can make you happier and make you quit too. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, and I think that um, you know, like you said. Uh, there's a lot of different companies out there, and you hear the good and the bad. But you know, when you're first starting out, it uh, you know it's your dispatcher that can make you stay or make you go. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's the case most of the time. The dispatcher can make you or break you. So, and again, right. a lot of them, if 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 there's a, a personality conflict between you and your dispatcher, uh, 
well, go to your load co- co- uh, coordinator or your the supervisor there, and just you know, just try to get another dispatcher. Right. And you know, and yeah, you're definitely right. And I think that you know, for these newer drivers, like you said, it's a, it's just like the army. It's made out to be for some people. It's not made out to be for everybody. Right. You right. Know? And that, that's what I was telling him from Colorado that uh, a, a lot of them get into it. And I don't realize that uh, it's more than just a job. You know, it's a lifestyle, and it's not for everybody. So, but you won't ever know until you try, though. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's the that's the most important thing. Is that you know, if you, you don't know if you don't try, but. It, like you said, if you can stick it out for a year, get your foot in the door, you know, and then you can, you know, maybe try for something local in your area. Right. Yeah, a lot better things open up for you once you get that first year in. Yeah, once you get that year in and they, you know, they see where you've been, and, you know, I mean, you travel halfway around, you know, the country, they know you've seen snow and sleet and freezing rain and right. everything else. So they know that you have the experience rather right. than somebody that's fresh out of school. I mean, I know, I don't know about you, when you went to driving school, but when I went to driving school, I went to driving school for 14 weeks. So, oh, really? they did the, oh, yeah, I went to uh, New, England, New England Tractor Trailer Training School, and uh, it was 14 weeks. And wow. even in the 14 weeks that I that I went back in uh, 1995, you know, uh, until you get out on the road, I mean, they can only prepare you so much, you know. Right. But I think nowadays... You know, three weeks isn't. I I personally don't believe it's enough to teach somebody. You know. Yeah, it's not. It's just it's just the limit that the regs you know the regs call for. But uh, you're not going to really learn until you get out there. So. Yeah, that's the most. That's the thing that I learned. Unfortunately, I had a guy who was an owner operator who trained me. So I mean, you know, he was a company driver and then he became an owner operator and he trained me and he, you know, he used to always say to me, you know. You know, if, if you think you can come out here and you know everything, that's when somebody's going to get hurt. Every right. day that you're out here, you're going to learn something new. Right. And it may be something, that, you know, so. Uh, I, I had a, had a, just wanted to tell you that <clears throat> about this, dispatchers are members of a satanic cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes, right. Sometimes you wonder. <laughs> Not my dispatcher. Hey, can I, can I plug my paycheck for next week, Alan? <laughs> yeah. My dispatchers are wonderful. <laughs> well, How you that one? James, yeah, appreciate people used to always ask me, you know, hey, what are you, what are you hauling? I said I used to say, well, I'm holding a, hauling a load of dispatcher brains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> you all know, right. Every- all right, James, appreciate it. We're down to two minutes. We got to go, um, but thanks for your call. Yeah, that's 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 uh, good advice there. Now, all you guests that's uh, that's joined in a little bit late, wondering about our little contest, um, uh, you can just replay the show and uh, answer the question, and uh, you can receive uh, our three-book special for free, the first five who answer, and uh, anybody after the first five uh, will receive a uh, special download link where you can get all three e-books uh, for just 10 bucks. That's 73% discount, so uh, we're winding down here. So if you missed it, you can just kind of replay the show and catch the uh, email, and... Um, it's good until the end of the Super Bowl game. So uh, once the game is over, the uh, little contest is over. So uh, I hope you do that. It's all three of our e-books, uh, Truth About Trucking. And uh, so you've got your CDL Now What? And the Best Truck Driving Jobs, a state-by-state guide. So check that out and email your answers to info at truthabouttrucking.com. And uh, you're going to be the one that will receive all three for free, or you'll be able to get a 73% uh, discount and receive our three book special for just for just ten bucks. So we hope you do that. So uh, Barry, hey, I appreciate you uh, joining me today. It was fun. It, yeah, it was great, Alan. I really appreciate you uh, having me on. I enjoyed it. Well, we'll uh, we'll do it again some other time. We had a had a lot of calls, and uh, I appreciate everybody in the chat room. And um, keep checking back on our homepage for blogtalkradio.com forward slash truth about trucking. We'll be posting up some uh, other shows there. So we'll be looking for you to next time. And uh, so for Truth About Trucking Live, I'm Alan Smith. Until next time, drive safe and thanks for listening. <laughs>